0: It's Hollywood. What's up, y'all? Is Miles the Millennial, the Millennial who's actually not a Millennial, but is technically still a Millennial. And this is Millennials with the Mindset, the podcast where we give the keys to your life to help you with life and all its struggles. And I have my co-host here today, my official co-host, Mr. Jalen X. Jalen, welcome and we're glad to have you here today.
1: What's good, y'all? It's good to be the official co-host of Millennials with a Mindset. Uh, We're talking about some of anything, man, that we need to hear, that we want to hear, and that God sent us to hear, man. So I'm just excited to be here today. Uh, We got some spicy uh, coming up today as my boy Gilly, Gilly the king like this, okay? We got some spicy stuff coming, (laughs) so I'm excited for y'all to hear what we got today.
0: Yeah, and I think this is one of those ones where it really needs no introduction, I think we just need to go straight into it. Man, just straight into it. There's been a lot. Yeah, yeah. So there's been a lot of stuff going on between Tory Lanez and Meg Thee Stallion over the past couple months. You know, for those of you that don't know, I don't know how you don't know, but, you know, reports came out that Tory Lanez shot Meg in the foot and all types of drama. Both feet, because both feet. Both feet. I know both feet. What? Right, right, exactly. That's crazy. What type of. (laughs) <laughs> so he just I don't just even want to Just the feet Just dry
1: <sighs> It's not funny But it is funny, bro You know what I'm saying Like It's, it's funny, funny from the perspective
0: can... Like this Immature Small-minded Napoleon complex dude Just Come after Meg for what? For what? You know, and then
1: all all the reports was trying to say where she was beating him up and all of this other bull stuff, which at the end of the day he should have either took the L or swung. He still should have swung out the gun. <laughs> but you should like, have put out no just, for sure. either way, like that was just not what was supposed to happen. But when she Megan Thee Stallion came up and was like, Bro, I didn't hit you, I ain't nothing. She was walking away. And yeah, but then he was having some issue, she walked away and that's when he shot her in the foot. Twice, both and of them. And that's just crazy. And, and, and see it it.
0: That brings up something before we even get into that, further into that situation. When you talk about being a man, let's speak on this from a man's perspective, Jalen. When you talk about the simple fact that as a man, you may enter into a situation where you are either dating or involved with somebody who may got a few screws loose. And I'm not saying that this is what Meg is or anything like that. I'm just saying in general, if you find yourself in a situation where there's potential for violence to take place against you from a woman, you as a man have to know how to carry yourself in that situation and have a plan for what you're going to do because putting your hands on a woman and having to defend yourself in that way needs to be the very last option on the plate. How do you even get yourself to that point, especially Tory Lanez as a celebrity and a and somebody who's supposed to be of stature and respect in our community and you go and do that? Bro,
1: I'm leaving. Like I've been in I've been in a situation, bro. Where <laughs> we was Man. driving at like it's like four in the morning we driving somewhere <laughs> and I could tell she was just her last screw was falling out cause and yep, I just yep. I remember the moment where I realized I was like oh she is will she is willing to take this to a level that I am not willing to take you're not to. willing to take I, <laughs> I knew bro and I was in the car like just I just got real quiet bro I just got yep. real quiet and real correct. Whatever she was yep. talking about, I was like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yep, hmm Yeah. <laughs> just go. Because it's one of those ones where it's, it's, it's a no-win
0: situation, bro. None. You can't win. If, you, if you swing on her to defend yourself, you just hit a woman. And if you don't swing and she beat you up, you just got beat up by a woman. So, like, at the end of the day, it's better for you to just get right, let her have that. And that's something that I think men need to address with their pride. You don't got to win every single battle because sometimes it means more to that other person than it does to you.
1: Learn how to walk away. And then it's just like, if there's somebody that I've been in a relationship with, that I'm caring for, that I claim I care for, that I've been physical with, whatever, I just don't got no real desire to like I don't wanna put my hands on you. I don't wanna yeah. harm you like you know what I'm saying? I don't I don't I don't wanna do that. And before we get that, I'm up. I'm gonna exit the situation. I ain't gonna say like I can't get heated in an argument. I ain't gonna. I like to get heated. You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. Just, sometimes it's I'm necessary. Just, I'm personally a passionate person. I really hate when she if she shut down because I'm getting a little heated. I'm like, oh, so now yeah. you want you want to shut down? Yeah. It's like I'm yeah. just I'm just being passionate. I'm sure you my true colors. What's up? Don't, you know what I'm saying? don't say no no punk out. But if it's getting to a point where it's really has serious, like no, but it's just. Point back up Bump Toy lanes. He just had a new album come out. I started listening to the song. I can't lie. I started listening to one, bro. You listened to it, Jalen. For for the sake of journalism, bro, I started listening. But I Um. couldn't even finish, bro. I couldn't even finish. And i tell you why I didn't finish. Because I didn't want to listen. And I did not want to have empathy for him. Like, I did not want to connect Mm. with him. You know what I'm saying? I did not want to listen to his music and be like, well, dang. Maybe he, nah, bro, screw him. I yeah. don't know how I don't know how uh, explicit we getting on this podcast. I will say something else. I mean you say what you need to say, bro. Nah, bro. Fuck Tori Lane. We know. <laughs> like, for real. Especially in a world where it's so much conversation around protect and support Black women, bro. And you really yeah. shot the hottest female hip hop artist in the game right now, bro. Like you could yeah. not have you sh- you could not have taken a bigger L. Yeah. But the thing that, is. It, <laughs> Go ahead, bro. But the thing is, I don't even feel like we're serving him the ill that we should be serving him. Oh,
0: he's getting off for sure. He's getting off. He's definitely getting off. And I mean, to speak on it from that perspective is when you think about it from the situation of what's going on in the world right now, we need to be showing unity amongst black men and black women. And for black men, per se, who constantly are in a situation where we feel like we're defensive, we have to be defensive against what women are saying about us, all the negativity that's coming out. Tory Lanez, you did nothing at all to help black men plead their case at all. You you, you threw all of us under the bus and gave prime example to what women have been trying to say we do to them. And now you want to sit here and give another example? There is no reason why. I I just don't understand how you shoot a woman in her feet. That just sounds like the most scary. I don't even want to say because the, the keyword, but just it, weak it way to, to just do it, bro. Like because what? you
1: didn't even want to harm her; it was just you just was looking for the most power you could have exactly. in that moment. You, you, you know what I'm your saying? Your ego was so
0: big; you just wanted to to be the big man in that what? situation you with the lame, woman,
1: bro. You, lame.
0: Yeah. you lame. And, and it's extremely lame. And I remember, I remember, I saw uh, Max Cream. I know you know Max Cream from Houston. Facts, I Maxo Cream. He got on, uh, he got on live, and he was talking about Tory. Where was all these gangster activity when you was in? They was in Cali, I guess. The story is: this is what Maxo says. Maxo oh. says they were in California, and they both in black SUVs. Tori is coming out of a store to the, and he came to Maxo and them SUV on man, accident. He meant to go to his, and what they I pulled expect. the sticks up on him. And Tory was in there talking about some. Oh my bad, bro. I'm, oh, I didn't even mean to. My bad. I didn't even mean like that. Maxo got on Tory. Was like, how you? How dare you pull a gun on a woman? But when it was time for you to defend yourself against some men, you was cowering. You was. It was all. Oh, let's have conflict resolution. But mm-hmm. you couldn't resolve nothing with with Meg, without having to put a bullet in her feet. Like, come on, man. And you know, it, it, it does speak to that point when we talk about protecting black women. I think black men, we have something that we need to just sit back and listen to. And it, it's, it's the standpoint that, okay, I understand you feel a lot of negativity coming your way through words, you know, from black women and, and, and posts from black women. But understand that those words and posts are not just coming from thin air. Mm-hmm. And 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 when they're speaking on what they're speaking on, they're speaking from actual experiences, mm-hmm. not just words and posts. They're not just going off of what they see on Twitter or anything mm-hmm. like that. You know, black women have felt in their own personal lives the disrespect, the colorism, the sexism, the misogyny, the and all these things. The danger the that danger has been inflicted upon them, them by in. exactly by black men. And you, you I can understand. Turn off the phone. Exactly. You don't have to see these posts. You don't have to get on social media. They can't get away from the fact that when they walk out into the world or even sometimes in their own households, they have to deal with the threat of being a woman and then even more than that, being a black woman in America. And we as men, something that I had to come to this conclusion on over the over over this quarantine, it opened my eyes to a lot of different things. I had to lower my own personal guard and defense and say, look, Am I going to continue to sit here and write off what they're saying as incorrect or not true because it doesn't necessarily apply to me and continually use, well, not all black men use that as my my example and my 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 way to write that off? Or am I just going to sit there and say, okay, well, it may not be all, but it's enough to where all these women feel this way. And therefore, that's a problem that I need to take personal accountability for in trying to fix. It sounds like it's the majority.
1: And then uh-huh. the reality is, I've I've been him. Yeah, we all have. There might still be positions where I don't even recognize that I am still him. Even though, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying not yep. to be, or actively trying not to be. You know what I'm saying? But I've definitely been him. You know, I've definitely been pushing up too much. You know what I'm saying? I, I never yep. would think that I'm, you know, that guy. But you don't know. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of niggas don't know. But, and what's crazy is... You know, all of the jokes and the different things that we make and because Megan wasn't on there crying or she didn't show us the wound, it was almost like we thought that it wasn't that serious. Or is there was yep. this thing where we feel like we as black people feel like we aren't as fragile, but we definitely projected on black women believing that they're not as fragile as, you know what I'm saying, as any other oh, yeah. woman. Like she's this unbreakable woman, like just because she a stallion and she big, right, don't mean that she's still not a woman, don't mean that she's still not a human, that that probably didn't hurt. That, that that definitely hurt her, right? Physically. And it yep. probably didn't hurt her something mentally, emotionally, spiritually. You know what I'm saying? Like she been going through a lot. She rose to fame. She just lost her peoples. You know what I'm saying? She'd been around obviously Kylie and, and, and Tory Lane's wasn't good company. You know what I'm saying? That that's was... who we were seeing her, that's who we were seeing her around. <laughs> so it's probably yep. so much happening to her in this moment and we still, you know, making jokes about it. It's like it was just a slight situation. You know yep. what I mean? And I think that just really speaks to how much we don't believe that black women are to be taken care of as much like they can take care of themselves. Yep. Right. You or, know, or, I think this goes she deeper to, than that,
0: bro. I think it goes even deeper. I think it goes so deep as to where black people in general, because we have been the overly traumatized, overly abused group throughout the history of our heritage in this country that we treat trauma like a joke so we don't have to face our pains. And because she's not on the screen crying, and it's and it's a no-win situation. Because if she had got on that screen and cried in front of people,
1: said she was people would
0: have been sitting there. Exactly. People would have been like, what you crying for? This? And he only shot you in the foot. You know what I'm saying? You know that would have been the main. What she crying for? You could tell she ain't cut like that. You, This, is that, and that. Yeah, folks would have came up with every excuse to still try to play what she was really feeling. And- since she came on there and didn't cry and tried to keep a, a good face and, 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 and show some strength and positivity in a very down situation and negative situation, we take that and say, oh, well, she wasn't traumatic enough, so it can't be real. It must not have happened the way she did it. It was a publicity stunt. She's trying to get fame off of Tory Lanez. I don't understand how people can even make that statement when she's bigger than Tory Lanez.
1: Way <laughs> bigger. bigger. She than bigger LB. than him.
0: And, and, and it's very, literally I it's because, and, like I said, literally trauma, and yeah, literally every ever every way, every way. And, and, and it's just, it's amazing to me how we can let the trauma that we all inflicted that we have within us. We literally just redistribute it back out into whoever is the person we can get on at that moment. And it's something that I've noticed within our communities is it's kind of like we like to play the oppression Olympics, you know? everybody go through their hard time in the black community. Everybody got their own disadvantage compared to somebody else in some other group. We're marginalized in some way, shape, or form. But within our black community, there are even more marginalized groups. If you're a woman, you're more marginalized than a man. If you're homosexual, you're more marginalized than a heterosexual. And if you're transgender, you're more marginalized than a homosexual. Like everything goes and it gets worse and worse as it goes down in terms of your marginalization and your oppression. But it's like whenever somebody else tells you that you're oppressing them, Nobody can believe that they do what they do that was done to them. Exactly. Nobody believes that that oppression that has been done to them that they don't inflict it on somebody else. Exactly. No, we don't. How could we do it? And it's like, no, bro. What y'all don't realize is you're trying to seek power the same way a bully does when they come from being abused at home. And so they come to school in kindergarten. They take it out on the little kid in the classroom so they can gain some feeling of entitlement and power and, 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 and winning in their life. We do that within the black community. Black men do it to black women. Heterosexual black people do it to homosexual black people. And we even have a problem now that I'm noticing from the LGBT community where they have pointed out, transgender people have pointed out, that homosexual black people have more privilege and exercise that on transgender black people. Mm -hmm. And we got to get past this trauma Olympics, this oppression Olympics of trying to show somebody else that we are in more pain than them, and therefore their feelings are invalid.
1: But you know what's, what's crazy about that? about understanding that and you know as a black man understanding that I'm oppressed in a way but that I'm also oppressor and that I can also encourage systems of oppression and misogyny and sexism is is, is it, it, it it gives me an understanding or compassion for white people yeah. And I can't help but say, like, especially when it comes to understanding racism or having conversations about racism or being open to understand that just because you might not do it individually, that you still can be privileged because of a system. You know what I'm saying? Like, as a man, I've been in too many of those conversations where I'm like, "Mm, that ain't real. Or, oh, you're taking it too far. Or, oh, not everybody's like that. Or, oh, it's not like that no more. Or, nah, you're being too literal. Right. All of the different ways that we can gaslight or and it's not even a purposeful gaslighting. It's a true like lack of understanding. It's an ignorance. Yes,
0: it's ignorance. Yes,
1: it's an ignorance. You know what I'm saying? So it it makes me. And so now it makes me have compassion for white people and it makes me have compassion for my brothers that don't understand. And so it really makes me choose wisely and choose differently how I choose to express and advocate for Mm. oppressed Mm. groups. You know what yep. I'm saying? It it definitely makes me think. Cause I'm like, you know, I try to talk to people who are in a space where they're obviously willing to listen and understand. And while I'm explaining, I try to not to talk at them, but to talk with the Boom. understanding of hey, I understand what it's like to be under to to try to swallow the fact that yep. you can be an oppressor. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But we have to be accountable, and it our pride hurting our pride is is much easier than our women continuing to be hurt and abused by us. Exactly. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Or people continuing to be marginalized. Our pride is not yeah. worth it.
0: And 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 see, that is a key point. What you're saying right here is that when we continuously, like you said, gaslight situations or try to say that they aren't as serious as they are, or they're not as rampant and as widespread as they are we're doing nothing but allowing those people who are doing the oppressing to get away with it to continuously slide under the radar under that light that oh everybody's not like that and it's interesting that you point out how i gave you compassion for white people because i've thought about that myself about the fact that you know all of us are honestly i don't think racism and i'm gonna say this and a lot of people may not understand me but um I don't think racism is a matter of black and white. I think it's all about just power structure. And by that, I mean the roles could be reversed so quick if history were different. Like black people could be the enslavers of white people or Asians could be the enslavers of somebody else. If the roles were reversed, we would be to other people what they have been to us. It's not a matter of people being inherently evil, more so a level of people going off of the primal instinct of survival and saying, I'm going to protect myself and my own at any cost. And there are people that are willing to put their morals to the side of of what is right and wrong for that survival of their people. And that's how racism takes place because Mm -hmm. survival of self in and of itself is not not a problem. Competition is not a problem. It's when competition comes at the expense of somebody else's well-being that it Mm -hmm. becomes an issue. And I think that When you can understand that you could be that oppressor in another time or even in this time in another way, as black men can be to black women. When you get to that point to where you can realize that you've done it, you say, "Okay, if I only talk at you, you will never get it. You will never understand it. And all I'm doing is making myself feel good because I get to tell you how I feel. But at the end of the day, I'm not fixing the problem and we're still having the same issue. We're not growing. We're not getting anywhere, and it reminds me of J. Cole, what he said in "Snow in the Bluff." You know, what good Ooh. is it in preaching that that message to the people who already believe what you believe? And then when you are in front of the people who need to hear it, all you do is try to talk at them, you try to chastise them, and it's you have to meet people where they're at in order to get them where you want them to go.
1: Exactly, but that you was such to. a con- that was such a controversial song too because it was technically misogynistic and. And mansplaining. And I, I think in a way, like, I can I can concede those points that it was all those different things because we can't divorce J. Cole from his male privilege and perspective just of course. like we can't divorce no name. But I still don't think that makes what he was saying incorrect because I personally felt convicted by it. Um, I felt like it wasn't just towards her, even though she was the main person that it was talking, there's a lot of different things that I, a lot of different ways that I feel about it, but I know the ways that I feel about it don't necessarily change what it was. Yep. But like you said, um, we do in this hyper woke, uh, time, in this hyper woke space, this hyper woke generation, we do have to remember, um, that we got to treat people like children and understand yes. the, the time. And, the, and what he say? What it take? say to people like children and understand the time and patience and love and healing it takes to exactly. go. We ain't never seen this. Some, you know what I mean? This he stuff going before. off on that joint. He Not, and he was right,
0: bro. He was very right from that perspective because what, even in when he released that, he did some things that to women were, you know, wrong. And that is something where like women, like, like he said, treat him like a child. In, in a way that, and, and I know it's tough for black women because black women feel like, you know, we always have to carry the, the blunt force for y'all being inadequate at what you need to be. But it's one of those things where it says that is almost the calling of being the most powerful being on this earth, which is what a black woman is. You know, you have a lot more things on your plate that you have to deal with than pretty much anybody. And is it fair? No. Is it even right? No. But is it worth it? And, you know, I feel like and I can't speak for women, but I can speak for myself in the areas where I feel I have to do this role. It's always worth it to to be the leader people need you to be and not necessarily the leader that they want you to be or the leader that's more, more most comfortable for you, you yourself to be. Um, and, and that's a, a tough line to walk. And I can't speak for women and say what they should or shouldn't do. You know, I can't speak on what they should do. But what I can say is I, I, I hope. That women can hear this and they can understand that, like, you know, it's going to take patience and it's going to take some some time, but that there are brothers that are waking up every single day through the efforts that you guys are putting in
1: right right no that's real that's real and i definitely think that i'm seeing even though i feel like most niggas be capping they be capping for the, for the love and the likes yeah. but i do think you know so I, at least i see them standing up and that's another culture that's toxic. it's so many cultures that's toxic because now when people are advocating for groups now it's like oh you capping you just doing it because you know bro maybe yep. niggas just really seeing this and really tired of seeing this spoke so but people are exactly. waking up. I think people are waking up daily to the sexism and the racism. I think this is just 2020 is just a year where I wake up because yeah. everybody is waking up. People talk up about me. how bad 2020 is. I honestly feel like 2020 was a year of
0: awareness. We wanted 2020 vision. It's making everybody see things
1: Oof, real clear. Real clear. Real,
0: real clear. clear. You know exactly what it is and what it ain't. Stop being, you know, enchanted by the things that this world has told you is true and what isn't. And all the things that you thought were reality, because we figured out very quickly what is worth it, what isn't, what can flip and change at the drop of the dime and and how you need to have your stuff together. Um, And that kind of brings me to my next point. I think with this dynamic between men and women, that we have been discussing and, and all the things that are going on that in 2020, with us having a clear vision, we need to also analyze what dating between men and women is looking like. And I saw a video and to kind of move this conversation, I, I saw a video on Twitter of a dude. He had uh, taken a lady out to to dinner and I guess it was their first date. And when he got the bill, you know, he told her, I guess, like to hand her card over or whatever, so they could split the bill. Um, she paid for her portion. He paid for his. And she she basically was like, no, I'm not. He did. He did. So he asked her this. And she said, what do you mean? You know, you asked me on a date. And he says, yeah, I asked you on a date, but I never said I was paying for all of this. You know, you're going to pay for yours. I pay for mine. You know, I just met you. I just, you know, I barely like, know. They you. was
1: capping for social media. That's not real.
0: They probably were. But at the same time, let's. I think it's a good opportunity because I think this is a topic that I know at least on my campus they had a lot of conversations about this like should a man pay for the first date should y'all split the bill yada 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 I want to get your opinion on what you think should go down in 2020 with
1: dating should you split that bill on that first date bro I think a real nigga gonna pay for it a real nigga gonna make sure he got all the bread he needs to pay for Mm. whatever he needs to do on a date but I think (laughs) a real sister also be like you got dinner. Let me get dessert. Yeah. Or oh, you got dinner. I got it. If the check is back I got you know what I'm saying. And that was that was the first time I realized when when I was dating a girl and it was like she was like, "Can I get this? You know what I'm saying?" Because I had been yep. and I, my pockets was not looking like they were supposed to be looking. But she was just like, "Let me get it." Like I, you know what I'm saying. I know we both yep. where we at. We not in no financial. You not in no financial position to just if we dating and we on the same level. You know I ain't no millionaire here. You know I'm struggling. I'm, we broke. The exactly. same broke. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in a space where, bro, I got, I need to be being courted as much as I'm courting. Mm. Do you see what I'm saying? Um, yeah. And maybe it come in different ways, but it's a time where, man, gender roles and all that stuff is not happening the same, so we got to switch some yeah. things up. You know, know what I'm saying? You can, y'all, can't, y'all can't have y'all can't eat it, too, when it comes to these. Y'all don't want to cook. Y'all don't want to glee. Y'all don't <laughs> want to be in the crib, but yeah. you still want a nigga to be changing your attire and doing all this, which I don't mind, like because there are certain things as a man as to physically um, I don't want to even say superior, but as the you know as the more physical being, like I still think as a man, I'm. Gonna you're do. just gonna
0: take care of that. You're I'm gonna, gonna take do. Care I that.
1: still pump my mama gas. If I'm in the car with any woman, I'm still gonna pump her gas. Like that's just yep. what it is. But if if a nigga asks you to pay, you like I ain't paying. I'm like so what? You go wash some dishes. <laughs> you yeah. know, at that point, you just got yeah. to pay. If you don't want to go out with him, don't go out with him. But yeah. we don't like that. I, don't, I think there was a certain entitlement that, you know what I'm saying, that I'm supposed to pay that I don't think it's necessarily fair, especially in yeah. the place where we're in. Where well, I feel like most of these, bro, and this is the thing, bro, most of the girls, I feel like at my age that I know, bro, they got more money than us. No, bro, that's, I promise They you. got more money than us.
0: Girls are the ones. Women are the one out here getting
1: to the bag. Men just flash it. <laughs> they got more money than us. Like, all the chicks no, I know got all. more money than me. So, I'm like... If we going out, bro, like you holding it down, you supposed to be, cause you you know you got more money than me, and maybe you don't know, but I'm just so yep. I'm just saying, you know what I'm saying. I think that there is something that's to be said about there being more economic opportunities possibly for for even for black women, more than there are for black women, just because we know that there's been an economical castration of the black men, and we don't got to go through it that deep. What I'm just yep. saying is times is changing. And this old first date Who paid for a conversation Is oh a real nigga Gonna pay But a real woman Gonna handle hers And she's gonna take care Of some of the stuff too And yeah. I think it's and simple I think,
0: that I think, I think that's a great point man And I, I'd say From my perspective I think it all comes down To understanding And communication And, and, and simply just take, Making a choice So I say all that To say you know When you asking a lady Out on a date let her know before y'all she even agrees to that what the terms are of that date. It's a man's position in a relationship to set the tone, in my opinion. It it is your it is your obligation to set the tone with the woman that you are interested in. That's the way you're coming for. You know what I'm saying? If you move in just trying to have fun with the girl, you ain't trying to build with her, let that be known. You know, because she's going to feed off the energy that you tell her and there's no reason to lie to her about it. If you're coming on some, hey, I'm trying to build with you, let that be known. But if you are, for example, if you saying, hey, look, I really want to take you out, but I'm not going to lie to you. My pockets ain't in the position to where I can really afford to pay for the both of us. Um, Whether that means we can do something for free, we can go to the park, we can do this. Or if you do want to do something paid, I know I can pay my way. Would you be okay with paying your way? you know, and and let her have that position to choose. Now, there's another side to it that I'm going to get to in a second, but, you know, you want to give her that position to choose because then there's no surprise on the back end of – why you didn't tell me this before Or you set me up thinking that this was going to be A whole different type of way And now you you giving mixed signals At least if you can keep it honest You can determine right then and there If this even has a possibility to work Because if exactly. you know you're going to be in the position Where you need a girl that can kind of bend those gender roles And support just as much as you support And she's sitting there and she tell you When you say you struggling right now Well you know what I only go out If, if the man's paying for it And you know I don't pay for stuff like that Then, you know, right then and there, you're not going to last with this person, you know, that's not going to be somebody you need to be with at this time. But if she's with it and she is supporting that situation, then this is already setting up a standard that says, hey, you know, when you weak, I'm strong. And when I'm strong and you weak, I got you. We got each other's back. Now, I'm going to say this to men real quick, though. That standard you set at the beginning, that first impression is going to be a lasting impression. Yes, and really if you're trying to get a girl and you're trying to build with her or you going after the girl who you know a lot of dudes won and, and, and she top-notch like that and you really look at her like that, bring your A-game. A-game and you can't bring yes. your A-game to an A-game type of woman and be telling her she needs to split half that bill. Y'all go out. You need to pay for it. Now I'm not saying that you gotta pay for it every single time y'all go out, cause this times with me and my girl. She'll go the other day we was there, and I, I thought I was gonna pay for me, and she's like, "It's on me." I'm like, "Shoot, Ooh, thank what you, you, you Thank you, babe. <laughs> thank you, boo. Thank you, thank Look, you it, babe. It ain't, it ain't no <laughs> issue at all. I'm excited, <laughs> and she does that yeah. often. You know, she'll she'll do that for me, and and we'll we even get into a funny little arguments. We will be like, "I paid last time." All right, babe. Well, I got it this time. We'll go back and forth, but it's not because we, either one of us really cares who pays. You know, it's not because we really are pressed about the fact that like, yo, I paid more than you pay more. It's just like, hey, it's almost like keeping each other aware of the fact that like, look, I can support us and I know you can support us. And that's really what it's about, because if you dating, you, you prepping for you figuring somebody else to see if this could be long term and long term may potentially lead to marriage. And when you marry, there's going to be some times where you up and when you down. Sometimes you're going to be the one bringing home the bacon as a man and, and fulfilling that masculine role. And there's going to be times where your woman making more money than you and you struggling and you can't be with a partner, women and men. You can't be with no partner who sit there when you down and they talk down on you like that. And they, they try to say you're less of a person because you can't at that very moment support your way in the, the from the financial perspective. Um, and I think that's something that people have to realize is everything is a choice. You don't have to go out with anybody. And as a woman, one thing I would tell my daughter is, you go out with a man, move with the mindset that you may pay for your bill at the end of that night, and you need, may need to know how to pay your way home. Because it could go wrong, and that dude turn out to be a creep and everything. Don't be dependent on him, you know, where you ain't got no money on you, you can't get yourself back home, what and you, you, went you can't out pay broke? For your meal. Exactly. exactly. What you going out broke for? You? Come exactly. on. Please. Exactly. I
1: mean, my daddy told her, don't never go out if you can't pay. You know what I'm saying? Even if you expect exactly. it for somebody else to hold it now, like... What you going on, bro? Exactly. But also, if, if if she ain't trying to pay you and you need somebody to pay and support, that ain't the person for you. My thing is, I'm also in this thing to fill it. This thing to me, because you can't be out here dating if you ain't got no money, nigga. You That's know? real, though. You That's can't real. be out here dating. That's why I've been chilling for a minute, because I don't got no money. <laughs> <laughs> I don't got no money. And I definitely don't got no money to be spending on somebody else. So, yeah, no, I'm just that. not dating right now. And, bro, if you ain't got bread to be going out to the nicest restaurant, do something nice. You know what I'm saying? Like, do something exactly. nice. Exactly. There's Go other to ways the to do it. Buy pizza. You know what I'm saying. Buy a pizza for I Go to the park. Get some fruit or something. You could buy you a little Caesar's. Take it out the box. Put it in something nice. You know what I'm saying. <laughs> buy you exactly. some fruit. Bring some little cheap little sparkling wine. and You have a good little time. Spend you nothing but twenty dollars. You know what I'm saying. Yep. You have a good little time. Buy some ice cream. Afterwards, you just spend a thirty dollar date. You know what, yep. what I'm saying. Y'all done had a good time. And, and, and I think that $10 also $10 brings to that put in your gas tank. Boom.
0: And, and see. And I think that right there speaks to something that i believe a man has to have in him something a man has to have this is a a a necessary thing as the protector and maintainer of your home so learn this now you know young men listening to this you got to know how to make a way a man got to know how to make a way a man got to know how to get off his tail for what he know he need to do and make a way so if you want to be with this girl so bad and take her out so bad and you ain't got no money you need to go make a way. I don't care if you need to go DoorDash. You need to go knock on doors and mow some lawns. You need to go uh, beg for money from your friends. I don't care what you do, but if you want to leave that impression, start from the beginning and figuring out ways to make a way. You know, you may not have a job. You may be in between opportunities of time. You may not know what you really want to do. But one thing that and it's something I tweeted that got a lot of good response from it from women. I said a, a woman cannot ride passenger seat with a man who doesn't know where he's going. Mm. Mm. And it doesn't she doesn't have to agree with mm. the direction. She does not have to agree with the final destination. But if she can see that you have a purpose and and a mission behind where you're going, she will ride with you to the end of the road. She will. She may not agree with the exact steps every turn you take. Y'all may have some disagreements, but if she sit there and say, "You know what? I trust that he's on a mission. I know he's on a mission." she going to ride with you man and, that, and 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 that is a fact because the confidence that you have to say look baby i can make it happen i can i can make this work we can get through this we going to make it that's all a woman need man i think the problem is a lot of us as men we still trying to figure so much out by ourselves and then we throw a woman into that mix and and we don't even know where we're going so we 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 in a sinking ship and, and we just think she going to stick around and drown with us and we can't have that that expectation we can't
1: you know, I also think like as as men we need to stop needing women to affirm who we are mm. as men um we need to stop, yeah, but we just need to stop needing women to affirm who we are as men we need to stop um, yeah, and I know you know women might not believe this, but so much of what they think about us. You know, or so much of what we want them to think it's about everything. us is the reason, right, we become or be who we are. But I'm in a place, man, I ain't been dating for about a year and a half, man. And it's just because I've been in a place where I'm trying to figure out where I'm going. And I realized, man, that I, I was dating and I was getting so focused on that because myself was, I was going in no direction. And I wasn't focused yeah. on me. So now I'm in a place where bro, I'm trying to get my money up. I'm trying to... um figure out what I'm going to do. I'm trying to figure out what I'm going to do as a career, where I'm going. Like, I don't necessarily got the time nor the desire to be invested into somebody else because when you dating, especially if you dating to build, that's an investment, whether that be financial, whether that be time, whether that be spiritual. You know what I'm saying? And I'm in a place where I'm still trying to invest into myself. You know what I mean? So I'm not... I'm not in the place to date. I was just talking to a young lady, but we was talking for a minute. And it was cool because I was really enjoying it. But I'm like, but I reckon, and we kind of stopped talking and it's cool. I hit a record, but I'm like, I don't think that I was in the place to really be investing in somebody. So I'm glad it kind of phased in and out. And it was nice to talk to somebody. And it's difficult because you get lonely. You get, you know what I'm saying? You get aroused. You got these desires. You want them. But the reality is what what I'm realizing is what I want more is to be a stable and a righteous man. Right, And Whoa. I know that once I'm a stable and a righteous man, that God going to send along whoever's supposed to come and ride out the west of this way with me. But maybe the first 25 years is supposed to be with For me. You. you know what I'm saying? Maybe the yep. first, first 30. You know what I'm saying? Yep. It's supposed to be me figuring that out. Um but, yeah, bro, I mean, the point back is, bro, if you're broke, don't date. Yep. <laughs> if you ain't got that's no right. money, if you ain't got no money, it gonna, gonna say it. if you ain't got no money, you don't need to be worried about no, you know what I'm saying? If you ain't got yep. no money, you need to be worried about getting the bag. You know Getting the bag. And, not and, even and that's so materialistic, but seriously, you need to be worried about finding yeah. stability as a man, as a king. You got to find your castle before you bring a queen.
0: A queen in you. yep. <laughs> Boom. She can she, – a woman can take what a man can give her and she can multiply it. But if you ain't giving her nothing, ain't nothing going to come out of it. So you got to be able to provide. And like you say, you can't provide for another person if you cannot provide for yourself. And we're about to run out of time, but I think this has been one hell of a conversation today. Big time, um, we talked big time. about. Tori Lane's and, and Meg and, and we we use that conversation to speak on the plight of black women and black men and how we as a black community need a lot of healing from our trauma. We gotta do better. Um we have to. And we talked about the dating dynamics in, in this day and age, and we we got the bottom line that if you broke, man, you don't need don't to be date. Done. Focus <laughs> on yourself, build yourself first, then you can build with somebody else. This is the believe the seventh episode of Millennials with the Mindset. And as we say at the end of every single episode y'all thank you guys for tuning in and change your mind change your change life go go do it if you wanna